Hi guys, I'm back. The setup looks different, the setup is different, that's cause I have something actually supporting my phone so it actually looks professional. I've been gone for a minute now but it's okay, I'm back and I feel better, you know, God is really working. Okay, so today's video is going to be part of the three part series that I have. Let's talk about blank and today let's let's talk about take back the rainbow so if you don't know a couple months ago it was like all over tiktok a bunch of tiktok create christian tiktok creators had this profile picture that was like cancel porn cancel abortions and take back the rainbow and i always thought that was interesting i was like mm, why and so i made two other videos talking about cancel porn cancel abortions and this video is going to be about take back the rainbow that that statement holds a lot of stuff and i really just want to discuss it i'm going to be as respectful and honest and kind as i possibly can in this video please watch all the way to the end opinions on this is going to be based off scripture and i know a lot of people don't like this topic in the church and to the world is just very controversial and a lot of people don't like what the church has to say about this but i have to talk about it because it matters anyways I'm just gonna get into it please be kind and watch all the way to the end love you so what is the meaning of the rainbow why is it take back the rainbow like why is it not take back your sexual attraction like why is it take back the rainbow well because the rainbow actually has a really specific signification to us christians basically back in the day in noah times before jesus christ was born god called noah to build a giant ark because he was gonna flood the earth and he did and then after the flooding, there was a rainbow that formed in the sky. And the rainbow was basically a promise that God had made to never flood the earth with water ever again. That's the significance of the rainbow. It's God's promise. It's God's covenant. But now the rainbow is used to show pride and to show community and pretty much pride, yeah, from the LGBTQ community. It's been taken. And I would, I personally don't care but a lot of people a lot of christians say it's the rainbow has been taken distorted and it has been used in a way to promote gay pride i i personally just okay cool cool beans so the church and the lgbtq community messy quite messy we already know that for the longest time the church has been more condemning than loving to the lgbtq community and the lgbtq community has had a lot of trauma and hurt and pain from the church like things like conversion therapy and just being rude and mean and not showing God's love to this community. It's just, I know that people from this community, the LGBTQ community have had to gone through a lot of damage and a lot of hurt from this community. Oh my gosh, from the church. And I think that's just terrible because we're drawing people away from Christ, um, which is like the opposite of our literal purpose we're supposed to make disciples lead people to christ so i think that's very dangerous and very problematic what are the reasons for this like why does the church hate hate is a strong word but why does the church have this huge hostility and lack of love for this community and i'm not saying the whole, every single one person in the church i'm just saying like a lot like i would say honestly the majority you know the reasons for this the primary reason for this is being gay is a sin oh please don't click out just keep just stay with me stay with me so being gay is a sin because it's attached to sexual immorality now what is sexual immorality sexual immorality uh, sexual immorality means neglecting and defying god's law of sexual relations 
although sex is a great thing that God has created for us, for us to enjoy in a covenant between husband and wife, the prime, um, in a covenant in marriage between husband and wife, the, the, like, the reason, like, in the beginning when God made Adam and Eve, the reason why sex was even, like, created in the beginning, it was to procreate, to reproduce. Um, when God made Adam and Eve in the garden, he said, be fruitful and multiply, like, ha, do it and have some babies, bro. So that was the main reason for sex. Later on, there are other, other, um, books in the Bible that talk about the beauty of sex and how it should be also enjoyed and not just be, not just used as a way of procreation. But that was the main goal. The main goal in the beginning was to make other humans. But if you're a guy and a guy, you can't procreate. And if you're a girl and a girl, you can't procreate. So that's why it goes against God's sexual um, design and why he created sex in the first place. But why does this matter? You know, I hear a lot of the times um, people say, like, if two consenting adults are together in a loving, loyal relationship like why does it matter they're not hurting anyone they're just happy together well let me get into it um well sexual morality is particular because it's a sin that primarily primarily harms yourself it's a sin that goes literally against yourself corinthians 6 18 says flee from sexual morality all other sins a person commits are outside the body but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body so being gay is a sin because it's attached to sexual because it is sexual morality sexual morality is wrong because it's sin sins against yourself that's basically the reason why i feel and i believe that a lot of people well most people in the church think that sin uh, think that being gay is a sin however however the church has always put so much emphasis on this sin in particular, but not any other. Um, and a lot of people might not agree with me. I know my parents definitely don't agree with me with this, but I feel like we put so much, so much emphasis on this sin in particular, but we don't put enough emphasis on any of this in like stealing, lying, murder, and X, Y, and Z. We put so much emphasis on this sin and, and just we nail it in people's heads that if you're gay you're gonna go to hell but we don't ever mention that like if you're a liar a thief an adulterer you're going to hell too and i already talked about why we go to hell and why hell exists in one of my previous videos i will put that somewhere over here being gay or same-sex attraction participating in a homosexual lifestyle does not make you any worse or better than a liar or a thief you are not getting more condemned you're not getting more judged sin is sin in the eyes of the lord it all deserves the same equal punishment which is eternal hell like you are not any worse for being gay and you're not like ah. mm, you're like you're not any worse for being gay like we're all sinners it doesn't like it does not matter if you lie once in your whole entire life or if you like literally i don't know sleep around with someone that's the same sex as you we're all sinners it does not matter you're not any worse or any more wicked or any more gross and i just have to put emphasis on that because i feel like the church puts so much so much emphasis on this but they don't recognize that hey you're a sinner too and i am too now one thing that people also say that um you are born gay or this is just your natural feelings your natural emotions like what's so wrong about 
going with what feels natural to your body to yourself and etc i believe that you know i believe that i believe that you are born with a natural these natural feelings but also something that people don't seem to understand is that we're also born sinful we're born into sin we're born with this flesh that directly goes against god and his commands so you being born gay and you being born with these feelings it's like yeah i'm not surprised because we're born sinners we're naturally sinners we naturally love our flesh we naturally love this we naturally like want to do what we want and this is something i wrote the compulsive just like the just like the compulsive liar feels like it's natural for him to lie or just like the kleptomaniac has a natural urge to steal i'm not surprised that you have a natural attraction to the same sex we're all naturally born to sin because of the fall of adam and eve Luke, as christians we're called to deny ourselves and to pick up our cross and to follow christ like luke 9 23 says um and he said to all if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me so the kleptomaniac so the kleptomaniac the compulsive liar and person with same-sex attraction they all are called to deny themselves deny their natural urges and to follow christ so it doesn't matter if you're gay it doesn't matter if you lie all the time it doesn't matter if you're a thief it doesn't matter if you are just really bad at relationships and you seem to cheat all the time it doesn't matter if you've murdered someone or if you have anger issues and you just get so angry sometimes we're all called to deny those natural feelings that we all have because of the fall of adam and eve that we all we all are called to deny our natural feelings of wanting to sin to follow christ and i know that sounds that might sound absurd for some people why would you deny your natural feelings and have this constant battle because it is a constant war between your flesh and the holy spirit why would you do that well number one when you come to christ you know we are born into sin but number one when you come into christ you are born again so you are no longer identified by your sin you are no longer ruled by your sin but now you are a child of god so now you're a child of god the old is dead and now you're made new and alive in christ so you when god looks at you he no longer sees your sin he no longer sees every wrong thing you have done he just sees a beautiful child of god number two we deny ourselves and pick up our cross on this earth as hard as it might be but it's for a greater reward live what 70 to 80 years on this earth um but when we die if, if you accept your Christ into your life when we die we have an eternity of joy peace and happiness in heaven with christ so you live 70 to 80 years denying yourself for an eternity of joy and peace yes the christian walk is not easy denying yourself and picking up your cross and not following your natural urges is not easy but you have to understand that it is it is truly like and i mean with this the, i mean this with the fullest heart it is truly temporal and it will reap you an amazing great reward but that's only but you will only like you will only receive that peace if you truly believe in christ and you truly believe that he died on the cross for you and rose again that he is alive and because he is alive you will rise again with him when he comes back to get us or when we die on the earth denying yourself denying your natural urges isn't easy but it's for a greater reward it's for something greater than us which is god and if you truly fall in love with god then you would truly fall in love with just wanting to please him and to honor him and denying yourself and picking up your cross won't be as easy i mean won't be as hard um 
and I also talked about that multiple times in other videos and other podcast episodes. And I know this hits personally for me because um, before I actually came to Christ, I identified as bi. Um, and I've also dealt with dealt with gender confusion. Like, um, I don't really talk about this, and I've never told anyone this, but in ninth grade, I, like, questioned my gender. And I was like, am I a boy or am I a girl? But I honestly think that's because of abuse and me being a female has brought me a lot of trauma what i'm trying to say is for me personally i still deal with same-sex attraction um, my parents are going to question me about that i'm scared but i still deal with same-sex attraction i'm attracted to, to women just like i'm attracted to boys but i don't choose to follow that i don't choose to dwell in my flesh i don't choose to follow those urges because i know that ultimately what god has for me is greater than what i can offer for myself a lot of people say why would you even follow christ why would you follow these rules why would you follow the ten commandments or what god tells you to do first of all i don't follow rules i follow christ it's a relationship also because these rules and these laws and these ten commandments they're actually meant to protect us they're meant for our own good any good parent won't let their children go and do whatever they want no but they will have rules and certain boundaries that they cannot cross not because they want to ruin the kids fun but because they're looking out for their own for their better good they are trying to protect their kid they want their kid to be as successful in life in everything they do so, and these rules are supposed to help them and mold them to do exactly that it's not to harm the child but it's for their own good and it's the same thing with christ that's what i was trying to say he wants god wants the best for us and he knows that these things these um these yes and no's they're just to dis discipline us and to protect us they're they are literally steps not steps but they are literally instructions for us to live our best life on this earth so although i deal with these natural urges once again, I feel like I have to clarify because I feel like the Christian community is going to come at me for this and then they're going to say, oh, you're making people comfortable in their sin. No, I am not. I believe that these feelings and these urges are natural because we're also naturally born to sin. These feelings are just a consequence of like the fall of Adam and Eve. Is I follow Christ because I know that he is looking out for me and he wants the best for me and everything that he says is for my good ultimately now i want to end this video by just apologizing to any one of the lgbtq community that has dealt with trauma from the church that has dealt with oppression from the church that has dealt with hurt or pain from the church it is disgusting it's not right i feel like we don't show enough love um we show more condemnation than love from christ and that's not okay um and i know that we still have a long way to go in the church. I had a conversation with my parents about this earlier and they did not understand one bit. And honestly, it took me such a long time for me to write, just sit down and write this video because I still held so many wrong ideologies and so many wrong perspectives according like to the subject and topic and how it has been handled in the church. So I feel like I had to honestly kind of deconstruct what, how I saw this in order to come here and speak biblical truth it's hard to explain but i know that it can seem easier or better to seek your own identity and to be fluid and to chase your desires but whatever you say you are or whoever you say you are
can never be greater than what who God says you are. Let me tell you something. God says that I'm forgiven, that I am redeemed, that I am fearfully, wonderfully made in his image, that I am victorious because of him, that I have the power of the resurrection of Christ in me, that I am the light of this world, the salt of this world, that I am set apart, that I am worthy, that I am beautiful, that I am wonderful. He looks at me with a smiling face all the time. That's what God says. He, what that's what God says about me. And I don't even I don't even feel that, bro. I don't even deserve that and I don't even think like that all the time. What God says about me is greater than what I see about myself all the time. And that's there's a peace in that. There's a peace and a comfort in knowing that God's identity for you is greater than your identity for yourself and it will never change. It's a steadfast, unchangeable, unbreakable identity and love. So, I'm going to finish this video by saying, <laughs> um, this is a call to repentance and a call to loving Christ. Um, he loves you so, so much. If you're gay... If you're a thief, if you're a murderer, literally, if you're a murderer, I know it sounds crazy, but if you're a murderer and if you're a liar, God still loves you and he wants you. He wants a relationship with you, but he loves you enough not to leave you where you started, but he loves you enough to take you even farther than when you were. So accept him into your life. Sorry, but, f but for, for real though, like he's right there, like he's knocking at the door open up <laughs> have y'all oh my gosh have y'all seen that tiktok of charlie going let me in let me in that's god god is literally like let me in please he's banging on the door you just gotta open it and let him in and he's gonna be like bet let me make myself at home now let me talk about my opinion on that sentence in a whole take back the rainbow is weird it's weird like how i just don't understand what's the point in saying that i don't see how that's showing who christ is i don't see how that's loving god i don't see i just don't get it i don't get why people would say that and what's my opinions on like the cancel porn cancel abortion and take back the rainbow thing as a whole i just i just i don't think it's productive I don't think it's a really productive way to handle these really hard, heavy-handed topics. Um, one thing that the, I just see is so many people tackle these really complex, layered topics, and they just like to like make, I don't know, a 30-second TikTok or a 60-second TikTok about it, and they leave. Like, no, you can't, you can't just say cancel porn, cancel abortion, or take back the rainbow and leave no that's it's a complex topic and i don't see how putting that in your bio is showing who christ is or showing god's love if anything that's just gonna make people like question you or not understand your motives and it's just gonna make people like not like christians even more so i don't think these hashtags are very pr productive and i really wish that christians would actually take the time of day to study and 
do their research and understand these topics and talk to these people talk to people from the point industry talk to people from the lgbtq community talk to people that have had abortions sit down with them and have conversations understand where they're coming from understand their stories so that you may be able to minister and talk to them in a way that is truly loving where you understand their point of views and that and in that form in that shape and way and whatever you'll be able to plant a seed correctly and maybe make someone else a another disciple and a follower a follower a follower of christ like jesus did that he sat down with sinners and like actually talked to them why don't we do that why don't we do the same but anyways that's all i have to say about this subscribe follow me on instagram like comment dislike if you want to i don't know and please check out my other YouTube videos and see you guys next video. Bye.